thank you, Lord Jesus. Be thou exalted, O God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 So yes, um, Solomon, please over to you. Amen. Amen. So, thank you so much for this uh, privilege. And I welcome everyone of us for tonight's Bible study in Jesus' name. Okay, I will be taking the teaching uh, more like a lecture, not a teacher-student, yeah, not like a teacher-student, but like a discussion. So, I don't know where we, I know the time I dropped it was very short. Sorry about that again. How many of us were able to go through the scriptures? Yeah, I read it. Okay. I read it. Okay. Um, that scripture came to me since like um, the beginning of September. You know, this I keep hearing it. Whatever I says to you, whatever I says to you, whatever I says to you. And I was moved to go and search the scriptures. And it has been since in my spirit. So when um, Bro Mikanao told me about this, I said, okay. Yeah, I think it would be good for me to share um, this with us. But before I continue, I want to jump to a scripture that the Spirit uh, referred me to tonight also. So we're looking at Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. If anybody's there, should read for Luke chapter 5 from verse 4 to verse 7. Luke chapter 5, from verse 4 to verse 7. Okay. Luke chapter 5, from verse 4 to verse 7. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats, so that they began to think. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, so we'll come back to that. 
Now back to our scriptures, our anchor scripture. This is John chapter um, 2. So in John chapter 2, the there are two words there that I want to draw out. Yes, ma'am. Are you? I yeah, can't hear you. Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking. I wanted to read the scriptures. John chapter 2, from verse 3. He said, And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto him, They have no wine. Jesus said unto her, and okay, verse three, and they wanted wine. And the mother just said unto him, unto him, they had no wine. Then the Lord responded and said, Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. So his mother ignored that, and she said unto the servant, Whatsoever. He saith unto you, do it. Excuse me, please. So whatever I saith unto you, do it. And they were set their six water pots of stones after the manner of the purifying of the Jews, containing two or three Viking apiece. Jesus said unto them, Fill the water pots with water, and they filled them up to the brim. And he said unto them, Draw out now and bear it unto the governor of the feast, and they bear it. And when the ruler of the feast has tasted the water that was made wine, and he knew not whence it was, but the servant which drew the water knew, and the governor of the feast called the bridegroom and said unto him, Every man in the beginning doth set forth good wine. And when man, men have drunk, they, then that which is worse, but thou hast kept the good wine until now. My emphasis for tonight, by the grace of God, is Jesus said, what did Jesus say? What did Jesus say to you? What has Jesus said to me? What is Jesus saying to people? The two places where the Jesus said unto them, for the first one, which I read, which was uh, the book of Luke, the Lord told Peter. Now, Peter, we all, if you all know the, the history of Peter, we know the vocation Peter practiced, right? Hello? Yes. What, what was Peter's job, his occupation? Fisherman. He's a fisherman. Now, he has been doing this thing for a very long time. Peter has been, this is his profession, and I'm sure his father 
before him did that same profession like the sons of zebedee and their father i believe his father also was a professional fisherman peter also was a professional fisherman and he has been doing this thing the professional way for a very long time that faithful day there are times that fishes you won't get fish at the season and at a particular time the fishermen knew this two things is that the fish they have drifted deeper where your net can't reach because of the weather the atmosphere the weather or at that time when it's sunny the fishes they go deep down to be cold then when it's night they do come up to get um, ventilation so peter understood the 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 whole science of fishing in that lake he has finished trying to prepare his net and all that before the lord was like guy launch into the deep let's go in uh there are two there are many parts to this but i'm just taking on the part of whatever it stays on to you um so he said master we've toiled all night we've casted to the left we've casted to the places we know we can get fish and nothing in fact at night where they are supposed to catch fish because that's the time fish is come up like i said before now i've lived in the river areas and I've, i observed this very well too they didn't catch in the night now you are telling us to do that in the morning the fish must have gone down so the, the he said well at thy word i will so he now obeyed and we saw the result of that um for me tonight it's i pray the holy spirit will not make it long a very short lesson what i picked from here for me is this from Luke chapter 1 John chapter Luke chapter 5 and John chapter 2 is that we saw two things at work here the personality of the Lord Jesus Christ was was at play here the mother that conceived him knew how he got there the mother knew him when he was 12 she sees another dimension of him i know she must have seen some things about him all through the time he is growing up and we well for when we read the bible recorded it as a first miracle he did and who pushed him to that it was someone that knew him very well So now the personality of the Lord was there his his person then the power at which he operates was not she, Mary mother Mary the mother was not ignorant of this fact and she acted on that Now another part of the whole scenario is the the guys that he sent He said they should go and fill those pots with water. They did. They did not argue. They now said draw and go and give the governor. 
of course the governor did not request for water and those guys they fetched that what they are the same people that poured water there and they fetched to go and give to the governor we now saw faith at work here he spoke the word he didn't he didn't repeat it he just said it and poof you know the last time we were talking about the power of the tongue which was the last lesson we did the power of the tongue but right now it's not just any tongue now it's the tongue of the word himself he said whatever he said unto you do it now those servants for me those servants should be us because that word was for me when it came whatever i said unto you do it and i fought with that for a very long time are we really doing what he says do we even hear what he says now or what he has said before now so it the question was to me and praise god hallelujah okay um i don't know maybe i'm communicating i'm saying i'm saying something here now yes okay now another scripture that pops up um to back up what i'm trying to say it's the book of second and uh, first samuel first samuel uh, where um samuel was telling Saul that uh, obedience is better than sacrifice that obedience is better than sacrifice um that also is connected to this thing i'm saying right now is that most of the time we miss things out we miss out of things because of just because we know too much and our knowledge sometimes becomes a burden our knowledge sometimes becomes a burden a burden that weighs down so much that we are not aware of it and we start looking for source of so we start looking for a way out to unburden us meanwhile it's just for us to unlearn what we've learned that's just all it is sometimes and the lord jesus christ was talking to the pharisees and said you guys said you see right but you are blind or you say you see but you guys are blind why when you're using that word see is that these guys are teachers of the law these guys know these are these guys are scholars but yet the spiritual things they couldn't see so that is why he turned them blind their knowledge was a burden and a limitation to them their knowledge they know so much that they fail to recognize the personality of the lord jesus christ which is very important in our work with god his person his personality and his power his presence his personality and his power which we don't recognize that our journey our journey on the narrow way in fact thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit the the narrow path this is just another thing entirely 
the narrow path actually it's that way of obedience you know is that way that is not science is that way that is not logical because all these things i'm mentioning are on the broadway logics reason science you know philosophy there are the broadways i know so much i've been i've been a doctor for many years this can't work uh, i've been an economist for this social time you can't invest in this thing now it's a crash i've been you know and it goes on and on and on and on and this body has so much clouded so many people that even when the lord say launch into the deep we read the weather we read the times and fail to recognize the voice of that one that said that we are instructed whatever is said unto you do it and we struggle 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 for years just because like peter toiling and toiling and toiling all he just needed was just a word from the master cast your net launch into the deep and that's us all so most times in our life it's just about what did it say concerning the situation what is the word saying my life is an example and i was telling my wife this same thing launch into the deep praise the lord let me just share this testimony with us it's very important that i do because um we attended uh, a program so after the program a form was given for people to give it to people to partner with the ministry which i did I collected the form i wanted to partner with the ministry there was nothing in view my job was not paying you know um well then so i just by faith took the partnership form that whatever it is i can drop so while i was filling the form i decided to now put 3000 naira that at least in a month i should be able to 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 sow a seed of 3000 as a partner so I did that at the form and I submitted. So when we went for the the partners meeting, you know, exhortation and all that, the minister was now saying something. He now brought this verse of the scripture up, Luke chapter 5, launching to the deep, and he stayed on it. So why he was teaching on launching to the deep, how Peter gave his bold and you know That was what I said the lecture is very wide but I'll just stick to the part that concerns this night. He now said why he was speaking launch into the deep launch into the deep. This really now minister to me like launch into the deep means doing more than required. Doing more than required. I caught it. And I felt like sharing. I was so excited. I felt like sharing with others that this you don't just stay on that place that you think it's your limit. Try and go further. But you know, because of the the organization, as in how do I put God that word now? The way the program is scheduled, there was no room to to talk. So I just swallowed it and left. It has been a mistake, and I acted on it. Said it means go further. 
So instead of the 3,000 I promised, I decided to do more. Lo and behold, to cut the story short, I've never lacked no month, the beginning of every month, not to give that seed. Since February 2020, even through the corona period down. So what happened? The Spirit said, go further. And I did. I did. And that story, the story, it's a ladder that is keep going up and up and up and up and up like that. So well, I'm just, before I drop the, the mic, <laughs> I drop the mic, it's just, what is he saying concerning your situation? Is it like this guy, what's his name? Blind Bartimaeus, right? Is it Blind Bartimaeus? No, not Blind Bartimaeus. This other guy that was born blind. He said, what he just told that guy was, mix the clay. I said, go and wash. That's just all. Whatever I said unto you, go and wash. For some, he said, receive thy sight. Your faith has made you, you know, you have different versions of it. But for that guy, he said, go and wash. You are telling the blind to go to the river to go and wash with two eyes. But he did. He went to wash. And that was all. So my brethren, what I actually want to pull out of this is, no matter what the storm it is, no matter what the, whatever we are going through, it's just what does this, what did he say? What is he saying concerning this matter? It might not be logical, it might not be philosophical, it might not be reasonable, but all we just need to do is just do it. So whatsoever I said unto you, do it. And the result is just there for you to, to reap. Um, I mean, that's just for me. From that scriptures that I just quoted, that's what uh, I, I am I, I learned and I caught and it has been I've seen it at work practically as the scripture has revealed it so I don't know maybe someone else saw something from those scriptures and share with us thank you thank you so much anyone who wants to share anything Feel free to share anything, comment, or anyone. Houston, do you want to say something? Oh, I was going to say something. Good evening, yes. everyone. Yes. I was just going to say something. So thank you so much for that, um, Solomon. Good. Yeah, I I was just gonna say. Also, I think is it has it has to do with um, who is telling you what and who is giving you commands. Some because sometimes people can listen to the wrong um, the, the wrong voices and do the wrong thing. So that's what I see from there too. Because most times obedience is obedience is like the key thing, and it's not obe obeying doesn't just mean when it's convenient for you, like 
what I can draw from what Solomon said. It might not, it might be inconveniencing, and at the end of the day, you find that that the things you don't see, just because God knows what is at the end of the road, if He tells you to do something, it might really not look like it. Just like the same way God was telling Abraham to sacrifice Isaac, and to him, if he had just said, "Oh no, this is my only whatever." this and that maybe you it might just be that little step of faith of okay let me just do this thing since i'm very sure it's god that's telling me to do this at the end of the day you see the results will just be very or even uh, like be more than what you expect so that's 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 what i see that's what i think rather Thank you, for, thank you, Houston. Thank you, thank you very much. Anybody else? Anyone else? On this uh, scripture, like Solomon was saying at first, there is a, you know, when I read it, I read it, I read it this evening and. I saw many things that I've read this again. I read this scripture before different times. When I read it this time, you know, some things just it, it came at me like you know I had never read it before, and um, I also read some commentaries as well, and just the Lord opening my eyes to many things many there are many things here and time might not permit us but that part in the whole of this uh scripture that solomon singled out whatever he says to you do it is is that that line is 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 the is the peak says it all he says it all um and one thing i also realized when i was reading it was you know sometimes when we're reading this we i know we've, we we talk about it but if you like Solomon said those servants you know um if you actually think about it how difficult that act that Jesus told them to 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 do was because it says in um okay it says in verse 6 now there were set there six water pots of stone according to the manner of purification of the Jews containing 20 or 30 gallons apiece and i realized that or i found out that you know um these water pots were the, the the Jews. They had this uh, purification ritual each time. Maybe if they wanted to eat, they, they had to wash. They needed. These were like traditions of the Pharisees, you know, um, or traditions of men where they had to wash. They had to, you know, either wash their hands or their feet. I, I'm I'm not sure. And also after eating, and this was in a ceremony like a wedding 
where they were supposed to also perform this purification ritual. And understanding that that those water pots of stone, first of all, they were water pots of stone for purification, for washing of hands. They were not, the water that is put there is not meant for drinking. When you put water there, it's actually not meant for drinking. It's it's meant to you know to wash your hands and to and this is the uh, uh, water pot of stone that Jesus told them to fill with water to the brim and they did it and I'm sure they didn't expect what Jesus was going to say next. Jesus now said, "Hear what he didn't say. In fact, he didn't even." He didn't even pray. He didn't even put his hand. He didn't even wave his hand. He didn't speak to the water and say, turn to wine. In fact, we don't even know when the water, at what point that the water turned to wine. All we are told here is Jesus said to them, fill the water pots with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, draw some out now. That is, draw some of the water and take to the master of the feast. You know, how hard it, it, it takes great faith <laughs> to do something like that, to take, you know, they're expecting wine. And of course, the way the Jewish tradition is or was, um, it, it probably was an, a big embarrassment or in a wedding like that for wine to finish you know so and all this while like you know the the the, the couple everyone outside in the uh, at the wedding ceremony had no clue what was going on the bible says and they took it when the master of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine so it, it was probably as they took it and just before he drank it, that's when probably it turned to wine, but we do not know. He says he did not know where it came from, but the servants who had drawn the water knew. And then the master of the feast called the bridegroom and said to him, Oh, every man at the beginning sets out the good wine. And when the guests have well drunk, then the inferior. You have kept the good wine until now. Meaning you have kept the best wine for now. The best wine. The best wine. And there are just so many things. I, you know, I don't know if um, every other person is seeing it the way I'm seeing it. And just how, you know, um, even the other scripture that uh, Solomon mentioned about Jesus telling Peter to you know, cast your net, launch into the deep and cast your net. Again, this is, he had just come back from toiling all night. You know. And of course, at the end, they got, they got a, a, a great, you know, harvest or a great catch of fishes like he had never gotten before. So just like he said this, or his, and Houston said as well, it's important who is speaking. And Mary recognized this 
That's why she said, whatever he says to you, do it. And whatever he says to you, do it. Um, yeah, there are many things. There are many things, to be honest. Please, does anyone have... Please, let's, let's share. What are your thoughts? This just speaks of great faith. Believing what you cannot see and it becoming so tangible that it's more real than what you can see or what you know or what I know. Please, what are our thoughts? Anyone? Anyone? No one wants to share? Okay. Um. A question. Okay, while I'm sure somebody is still thinking if they should speak or not, um, let me let me quickly read something that I I I, I read somewhere. Let me or I I saw. It's quite a bit, but let me just read. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Okay. So based on what I was saying before, um, I'll just read. It's a long, it's, it's based on this, but it's a long article, but I'll just read from somewhere. It says, I'm not sure we can understand just how difficult an assignment this was for these, or for those servants. It was one thing to fill the stone water pots, which was probably a part of their responsibilities, but who would have ever thought of someone drinking this water? Imagine walking um, for a caterer who is serving a very large group of people at a banquet. In the kitchen, one of the large squares, one of the large squares cooking pots falls on the floor and half of the gravy spills out onto the floor. One of the employees manages to scoop up most of the gravy from the floor, which he then pours into the serving pitchers. Would you let a waiter pour it on your potatoes if you knew where that gravy had been? I don't think so. Um, then, um, those of you who are Okay, those of you who okay, let me skip this. Um, with this in with this in mind, one can better imagine what it must have been like for the servants when they finished filling the stone water pots and returned to Jesus for further instruction. Not one of them could have ever imagined what Jesus would say next. Now draw some out and take it to the head steward or take it to the master of the feast. In absolute unbelief, they must have thought, 
I know Mary said to do whatever Jesus said, but surely he can't be serious. We are to serve this water. Remember I said this water was, these pots were used for washing of hands and washing of probably their feet. And then Jesus telling you to carry this water and go and feed to the, probably the chairman of the occasion. When he finds out it is only water and not wine, he will have their jobs. And if he finds where this water came from, we are really in big trouble. No one could even remotely imagine what was about to happen. Jesus does not wave his arms over the water pot, does not command the water to become wine. It appears that he never even touched the water or the pots. Jesus does not even tell them that the water has become wine or that it is about to do so. As far as they know, Jesus is instructing them to serve water. Ceremonial cleansing water to the head steward or to the chairman of the occasion. This is horrifying. To tell them more would have surpassed the limit of what their minds could conceive. But I'm reading this just to really uh, stress on how that part was really difficult. But again, you know, uh, we see faith. We see faith in their action. And I'm also a, um, how do I put it? I'm also a, uh, I'm sure we have, all of us here, some of us are living testimony of doing what God says and then seeing the result. What we thought would be the result is not what, you know, it's usually the result. It, it, it usually turns out like, you know, more or, you know, beyond what we ever imagined or what we thought. Again, it's important who is speaking. Who is speaking? The first time God spoke, or, or the Bible records that God spoke, it was not for communication. It was for creation, for something to, you know, come to life and the example that Houston gave of Abraham's faith when God told him to sacrifice Isaac you know Hebrew tells us that he did not doubt that he believed and he obeyed because he he knew something had a knowledge about God that sunk it was not just head knowledge he, that he understood you know God revealed to him himself to Abraham as the one uh, who 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 uh, forgotten how scripture puts it um, I think it's the one who's uh, uh, so do, do, do you know that uh, do you know how God uh, revealed himself to Abraham I've forgotten I think he's who um causes that which is dead to come alive. Let me put it in my own words. Causes that which is dead to come alive and speaks uh, uh, to that which is not that it would be. It would be basically to speak life into that which is dead. So Hebrew tells us that Abraham knew that God was able to bring his son back to life. 
still he did not doubt you know so I, I, I believe this word like I said there's a lot but because of time that I, I believe just that line is enough whatever he says to you do it you know, that word is for me as well it's for me as well so please anyone else wants to say something anyone awfully quiet tonight <laughs> it's well <though. laughs> Everybody is so quiet as if they can't hear me. At least say something. A question, a contribution, at least now. Anything it can be, any just. This is about faith. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Because initially it was okay. Given in relation to faith, because I was given, I was hearing at first. That's in relation to faith, right? Like, uh-huh. okay, I get it. Um, so, um, the thing I'm, with faith can be a bit tacky in a way because because how, how do you know, you know, you're really in full faith? You get, mm. like, you know that you can also give out of fear, like, let's say, or, or act in faith, but you're actually in fear. Um, how do I put okay? So let's say you are uh, maybe um, trusting God for a job, for instance, yeah. Mm. And of you're, you're a Christian, you know, um, how you've heard of stories, how people have given testimonies, you know, and all that. And how most times what works is when you give your all, you know, like you emptied it, and this is what, what happened, you get. Mm. Mm. So, one can really, um, because right, right now it looks like there is no um, other choice. So, you just do it. You do it, yeah? Hoping that it will um, be like how it was for other people. Do you get but, okay. So, it is like a thin line between fear and faith. If you are doing it, you know, with um, fear that you might be this way forever if, if you don't do it, or with faith that it should definitely happen. Mm. Yeah, so I think there is a... Okay, so what's the thing line? Or what's the... That's what you're saying, Ari? Yeah. Because, you know, when, when it comes to... Well, I, I, I don't know. Well, I'm sure there is no mechanics to which are... Let me ask you a question, Leo. Okay. If you just um okay, you are really spiritual, so I think your case will be different. <laughs> we should very <laughs> <laughs> This guy. For people that, that are off and on, do you get you one might not feel that that thing that you are trying to do in faith will actually work. You think me, for instance, if I've been cooking myself, you know, with prayers and um, Bible study and the rest, you, you get. I could be sure that if I have faith or something, 
you know, that it will work because maybe I, I have been in communion with God this whole time. But, you know, if you're like um, off and on, you think that your faith may not really work because you have not been spiritual for a while. How, how would you address that? Okay, so I, I, guess, I guess that part is a limitation. I guess it's a limitation on our own part. It's, it's, it's an infirmity in our own part in the sense that, and that's why that's why I believe God wants first a relationship with his children or he calls us into you know, union with, you know, with those who believe in him and that union is just like marriage is forever marriage is not on and off is is once you are in you are in you understand so that i believe that connection that relationship that you know time you spend together is what builds trust all this thing you know when you come to christ god begins to show himself god begins to draw you closer you know pushing you to spend time in his presence in his word you know uh whether through prayer or through reading his word or just spending time in his word and spending time in his presence all he's trying to do is to build your faith is to build faith do you understand is to build like faith is to build one yeah. to a point where when he speaks you will know he's the one speaking and you will not just know, you will believe it. Do you understand? To do it. Now, the part of you saying, okay, someone on and off, that's what, and that's what the enemy wants, to disconnect. Because once there's a disconnect, then that infirmity that the normal human being has comes into play. Do you understand? It comes into play. Fear enters. And once fear enters, faith cannot work then you know a lot of a million questions that's why I, I i was stressing on that part where those servants just acted if they started to ask questions like hey wait wait, wait. this this water pot that jesus told that this man is telling us to you know feel his water pot first if you understand what it means water pot to wash hands like Telling is there someone telling you to fill one bucket that they usually use to wash hand? It's never even used to cook food. It's used to wash hand and wash leg. And that says fill it with water. They say there's no more wine. That says fill it with water. And then that says carry that water and go and give the chairman of the occasion or chairman of the wedding. That's in human terms. That's 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 crazy. Do, do you understand? Do you get? Yeah. Martin, that's crazy. That's that's madness. <laughs> that's madness. But that's the thing with if you, if you check out everything that you know God told uh, 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 told probably servant or a prophet somebody, you realize that it was something that on you in 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 in, in my own human thought or in my own human wisdom or knowledge you might be stupid 
is very is not in my be is actually stupid to the human mind is mm-hmm. foolishness is foolishness is foolishness to tell you have you as you are you are in front of you have people a, a whole army pursuing you and then you get to a point where there's a sea a sea that a, an ocean that you can't even see the end the end reaches to the it touches to the to the skies you can't see the end and god says go further go where <laughs> do you understand your mind your fear your logic logical mind begins to come into play like ah, is he telling us to drown what are we going to do but you see that story you know moses raises his staff and then the the the, the unbelievable happens these two they just believed and took that water like I, like i was pointing out before that they did not jesus did not tell them that that water had turned to wine he just said draw some, fill the water pots with water and then he now says okay draw some of it and go and give so what he told them to draw was water and what they drew was from that pot was actually water but what the chairman of the occasion tasted was wine and not just wine but the best wine you know so at some point it turned to wine but it was that face and the uh, example that uh, uh, solomon gave about the blind man he told he just puts saliva and mud in his eye his, his eye had not opened he now told him go and wash a blind man he 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 probably would have struggled to find his way to that pool and when he found his way and he, and he did as jesus said as he washed that's when his eye opened you know so i'm saying this um to uh address what you're saying first of all that's why it's important as Houston says it's important to know who is speaking if it is do you understand sometimes it is man that speaks and when man speaks it it can fail and it will fail do you understand so the part of you you use the example of okay you want to give if god has laid it if you get a word from the lord he speaks to your spirit and speaks to your heart and you have a leading to do it again it's not logical to the human mind to give all you have do you understand in order to get for someone a, 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 a preacher once said that if what you have is not enough to get what you want then give it all to the lord i mean that's him but if the lord is my my emphasis is if god has told you or is leading you and telling you to do it that's what this that's what mary said mary said to them whatever he says to you do it so first of all is who is saying to you do it if he's man then you have a you, you don't you shouldn't listen don't have to listen but if it is god then we should know who is speaking and we should again understand and that's where 
what relationship does. Relationship helps us to know who know God, to know who He is, to know Him and know that His word is life. When He speaks, it is life that is speaking. Do, do, do you get? So when you understand it, when He now speaks, you believe. I don't know if I. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, the first things first is who is speaking. You understand? If it's not God speaking, then <laughs> don't do it. As but once you confirm and you know you we you understand that it is God speaking. Even at that point in time, it it still takes faith. So even at that point in time, yeah. Even if there's fear, if you go ahead and do it, that action is already faith. As long as you know it's God speaking, you understand. Do you get Jonathan? Hello, can you guys hear me? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So yeah, it's very important. First things first, who is speaking? Who is speaking? Um. So yeah, Houston, do you, do you want to say I'm something? Just, oh no, oh, I was just. Yeah, you were making so much sense. Like, also, it's just God always, just like He said in somewhere in Corinthians, in Corinthians like, but God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the mm. weak things of the world to shame the strong. You know, yeah. you know, like if you go to look at certain things, like as you were saying, like it might be stupid, it might not make sense. In fact, it would never make sense. Like, you can you imagine someone like how Moses? The Bible says Moses was a stutterer and how he was able to communicate. He led the people and, you know, yeah. things like you have to be very sure who is talking, who is telling you to do things and how can you know that you have a relationship with God or you know mm-hmm. how, if you know the way God talks to you, then, you know, like for me, I don't know you that is um me i remember was it in 2019 2019 sometime in 2019 for some weird reasons i already i okay i already had plans to i wanted to come home with my brother i wanted to come home because we had not uh, we have not visited after school since we got here we never went back at the time so but now see now i've not still gone back so where i bought my ticket i was ready in, in fact since january I wanted to travel in august since january that year I was preparing buying things you know how people are in Nigeria now you have to do one or two things even if you don't have they just want you to bring something from here so I already mm-hmm. prepared I was but all through that my preparation mm-hmm. one way or the other if I don't have I was having terrible nightmares about what would happen if I go home different things from here from left and right and I can't count eight times God in like I would say that's God for me I would say that's God eight times God showed me in my dream terrible things that will happen I'm like how can I buy tickets and not cancel my whatever last minute oh different things were just happening at the end of the day I ended up canceling my ticket and only my brother went came back to Nigeria Mm. and 
brother certain things happened when he got home like some family mm-hmm. things that and at mm. that yeah that come now see how god used to do something and make um, everybody i'm sorry to share share this i'm sorry to waste it one time like that same i was supposed to travel in august oh, no, no. i was supposed to travel in august so my my like my mom said don't come or come like different things were just telling me then one pastor told me then one pastor told me that god has been telling you something since and it's not the right time to come home and then it was not like mm. oh I, me in my mind i already paid for ticket how can i buy ticket do everything i prepared like this i will not go but my brother ended up taking everything and he went back home and then i canceled my thing i didn't go again then few months to that time because i was already trying to get a place here like i was tr- I, I, i didn't have plans to get a place like buy like my own property here all of a sudden i because i didn't even have enough money at the time all of a sudden my start my landlord started mis- misbehaving and then i i just took it upon myself you know what i, I approached the bank for a loan and different things just went on at the end of the day i ended up buying something but i can tell you 100% if i had gone home that time for my own opinion my own opinion now what i think god was doing first of all it was probably preserving me from something that was going to happen because certain things happened back home that my brother was telling me happened after i got here family issues and all that i don't even want to go into that happened mm. then i'm like wow thank god i didn't go and then if i had gone if i had gone secondly obviously the money that came up one way or the other like the money i had already saved and for myself i would not i would have spent that money on that trip i would not be able to and then if i i would not be able to have the money to invest in like the my own place that i stay now and then at the time then 2020 coronavirus now came jobs and everything you know there's so many so many things i saw within that period that made me realize that god wanted me to stay here because there was something if i had gone home I would not even have the money to invest in this thing. At the uh, second time, if I come back, you know you coming from Nigeria. First of all, you'll be broke. So many things will just go wrong before you just get a hold of the economy again and know what's happening. And at the same time, my landlord started misbehaving. They understand that, ah, okay, he wants to sell his house that we should look for a new place. Imagine me coming from Nigeria, experiencing that with no money and everything, then my things will be outside. You know, I don't know. Certain things, God... be just it may not be big to somebody else but for me it was huge because who knows yeah. if i had gone maybe god forbid my enemy would have the police or something would have happened you know because a lot of people that come from here they believe certain things they would just come here and start arguing police just the same way we think we people have here they know their rights and you now you are so used to that when you come come home and then the police is talking to you then one thing or the other will happen all of a sudden before you know accidental discharge you know i'm not praying for mm-hmm. something like that but you never can tell what god was preserving but in my own yeah. opinion if i had come back home at that time a lot of the things that god used me to achieve now i'll be way way behind and then fire the coronavirus would have come like in 2020 and then everything the property prices everything in fact it's so difficult to get into the market now what am i saying some certain things might be happening it just all depends on how god talks to you and if you would obey it it might not make sense because for me at that time what made sense for me was i wanted to come back home i wanted to meet my family i wanted to see someone meet someone in nigeria that can work a relationship with you know things like that mm. but i'm glad i didn't come and because now i see it you know mm. like what i started with the might not it might really be what god would choose to might be foolish to you but in the at the end of the day 
it should be it should be for your own good so that's yeah. my own sharing yes sorry about the story guys <laughs> i know it's it 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 throws more light it throws more light it's the boss is light. not here today. thank you thank you so much for sharing that history um for me i will confess this word yeah is for me <laughs> it's for me you know um i'm sure it's for each person as well so um when god speaks it is to believe it is to believe and believing is acting on it you know um fear will always come up fear will always come up at some point but when we act on it 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 shows our belief and it trumps fear so um yeah i don't know if anyone has anyone else has anything they want to share before we just pray and Okay. Let's just thank God for his word. Let's thank him for the light that he has brought to our hearts, to our minds. That line whatever he says to you, do it. That's what Mary um told the 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 servants. Whatever Jesus says to you, do it. you know so let's just thank God for his word for the word of God brings light and understanding to the simple the word of God is a lamp is a lamp onto our feet a lamp shows you the way to go a lamp shows you know the, the, the way to go and he also says it's a path it's a light onto our path it shows you the pathway to go So Father we thank you for your word. Thank you for you know the understanding. Thank you for everything that you have said. Thank you. We also pray oh God that you help us Lord to believe you to believe in your word. Yes. To not just be hearers but be doers of your word. Put your word in scripture and your word by your voice through your holy spirit when you speak to us as you said when you hear the, his voice do not harden your hearts and we thank you for your word we ask that you help us lord help each person oh god to walk in faith for you said the just shall live by faith the righteous shall live by faith and you said do this that we will believe it and do it you have said do not do this that we will believe it and not do it you have said go that we will believe you and we will go i said do not that we will also believe you in every point in time when we are sure that first of all we hear you and that when we hear you and we are sure that it is you that we to oh god we we believe we believe 
we truly believe and walk in faith for without faith it is impossible that comes to god must believe that he is and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him Father, help us oh god help us lord jesus help us to not shrink in fear help us to not shrink in unbelief and fear when you speak or when you say do this or the things that you have said and you're saying to each person maybe it's to go maybe it's to come out of that thing or maybe it's to that will believe you because at the end of it as our brother said it is for our own good please father we help help us help your children oh god help your church help each and every name of jesus quicken us by your spirit yes to 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 walk in faith to walk by to walk in faith to walk by faith and not by sight that that which you have told us your word becomes so tangible even if we cannot see it becomes a substance because so tangible in our hearts that it, it it forms it to a substance that it becomes more real than that which you can see and touch because your word says that which is unseen is eternal and that which is seen is temporal and when things that are seen were made from things that are unseen and your word we cannot see it but it is forever it is eternal because you said your word can never heaven and earth will pass away but your word shall never pass away help us to believe it to believe it to the very core of our souls to the very rain to rains of our hearts to the depth of our souls to believe it not just in words not just in head knowledge but in our actions in in our actions in our deeds oh god in the name of jesus Hello, are you there? Tell us, Lord, that we will do it in the name of Jesus. Quicken us, Lord. Quicken us, O God. In the name of Jesus, for those who need strength, we ask that you strengthen each person. Yes, for faith, Bible says, faith comes by hearing, and by hearing the word of God. meaning when you hear god when you know is god speaking that's when faith comes faith comes by hearing help us to sustain power to stay in your presence to abide in you to remain in you to to walk with you every day every single day daily to abide in your presence so that we we, we can recognize your family we can get be acquainted with your voice with your with your word so that when we hear it we believe it and when we believe it we do it in the name of Jesus Amen. in the name of Jesus Amen. father help us lord all the god according to your will in the name of Jesus Amen. in the name of Jesus Amen. Jesus. I don't know does anyone have any prayer point
anyone have any prayer points? Is it like, can we pray for the church? Like, it's just okay. So let's pray for the church because um, we are also we are part of the church. If we say we believe in Jesus, and we follow Him, then we are part. We are part of His body. So I want us to pray for the church. Yes, the Bible says that Jesus said that He shall. Upon this rock shall he build his church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Yes, let us pray that the Lord will strengthen his church, that the church and the body of Christ will awaken. Yes, that they will, that he will bring great revival. Yes, great quickening, great revival in the church, in the body of Christ, that we awake and be that which we are meant to be. Yes, it's part of what we are talking about, shining the light of God. Because every time we walk in faith, we shine the light of God. Every time we, we, we do that which God has told us to do, we, 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 we make manifest the glory of God. The glory of God is made manifest through our lives and God gets the glory. So let's pray, Lord, let your church, equip your church to shine bright to shine bright boldly without fear the life and the light of Jesus Christ everywhere we are in our words in our thoughts in our actions in what we do in our workplaces in everything that concerns us yes we will not be we will not be ministers of 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 the gospel of Christ and also be ministers of the kingdom of darkness no we will be ministers of only the light and the kingdom of God everywhere we are, wherever we go, with our works, with our thoughts, with our words, in the name of Jesus, that the church will arise and shine for his light, that he will light our lamps in the name of Jesus, that we will be led by the spirit of God, we will be led by the spirit in the name of Jesus. For the Lord is coming for a church that is unblemished, a church without blemish and spotless. That your truth, your love, your word, your unity will be the order of the day in the name of Jesus, will be the order of the day for your church individually and collectively in the name of Jesus. Yes, that we will speak that the word of God in every church, in every home, in, in every life, that the word of God will be spoken and be preached and believed and be applied by the church in the name of Jesus. When the because we live in a dark world, therefore, it is now that we are meant to shine bright the life and the light of Jesus Christ to our world, that the church will not shrink in fear, the church will not be. Be, be, be a contamination. The church will not be, be, be part of the world, but will be made separate and holy, just as God is holy, that we may shine the light of God and not the light from the world in the name of Jesus. Yes, oh God, that you will bring the righteousness, holiness, truth, love, unity, unity in our faith, unity in the faith and unity in the knowledge of the Son of God, that each person will grow and mature 
into that which God has destined for each person according to his will and purpose in the name of Jesus for his kingdom for the kingdom that our hearts desire will be for the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus yes that we operate from this standpoint we operate from this foundation the foundation of Christ and his kingdom in the name of Jesus yes oh god strengthen and equip your church and every plan every purpose every, every program of satan of the kingdom of darkness against your people against your church that they will fail and fall for our sake in the name of jesus that Amen. their plans and their works will not prevail in the name of jesus that you will expose them and bring them to public shame that they will fail but we shall be preserved in the name of jesus even in these times that we will not be deceived in the name of jesus that the lord will sustain us yes the lord will continually wash us with the water of his word that he may present us to himself as a as a a a a, a, a spotless and, and a bride without blemish in the name of Jesus yes oh god father we ask that you help us help us oh god thank you jesus thank you oh shankaradu sante impasieno compresis ke fetetwani Open our eyes. Every veil of Satan be shredded to pieces in the name of Jesus. That our eyes be opened to see as you see and to choose as you choose and to walk as you walk, as you want us to walk in the name of Jesus. Thank you, O God. Thank you, Jesus. As we have prayed, so shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 So yes, guys, that's it.